Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Joe, REI In Your Car podcast. Listen, I'm kind of nervous about this episode. I have a huge confession. Whoo! All right, you ready? <laughs> I just paid off a $520,000 federal tax lien. Yes, I had a $520,000 federal tax lien against me. For the last three years, it's been hanging over my head. Well, maybe more than that, four or five years. And I just paid it off. (laughs) Oh, so I got a lot of reasons why I'm sharing this with you. I'm going to do a YouTube video about it soon. But I thought I would do an audio podcast for you guys um, just because I like you guys. I like you guys better than my YouTube video viewers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but there are more of you. There are more people that watch or listen to my podcast than watch my YouTube videos. No, I'm just kidding about that. Anyway, seriously though, I did. I paid off an IRS lien. And here's this you know, I wanted to talk about it because I have this fear. I've had this fear for three or four or five years that, you know, I'm going to be discovered. I'm going to be found out. Like only my closest friends and my wife, of course, uh, knew about this. And uh, I've always had this fear like somebody's going to f- discover that I have this tax lien and they're going to like expose me for the, for the scam and the fraud that they think I am or whatever. But um, so I wanted to talk about it. But for another bigger reason, actually, I wanted to talk about it was so that you guys could learn from my mistakes and avoid the same stupid things that I did, all right? So let me tell you what happened. Um, I got started in real estate investing back in 2006, part-time, full-time, quit my job in 2009. And, uh, you know, I've always, through being an employee, have had my taxes taken out of my paycheck, and it just kind of happens, you know? You don't really think about it, and if you're lucky, you get a refund, and you're like, wow, yes, I made some money. I got free money. Well, it's not really free. The IRS was borrowing it and not paying you any interest. But anyway, when I quit my job, we have adopted four kids, and three of the four kids, we were able to get adoption tax credits. And so um, I quit my job, and we had a bunch of tax credits for adoptions. And, uh, and so any gains that I had, I, you know, I wasn't making a ton of money back then in in 09 when I quit my job, but I didn't have to pay any taxes from those tax credits and some little bit of write-offs that I had for about four years. And then all of a sudden in 2012, 2013, two things happened. Number one, I started making a lot more money and I started, I ran out of deductions ran out of tax deductions. The market crashed also, by the way, and I had a bunch of write-offs from the losses that, of the houses that I lost. And I've talked about that before. Um, I did some foreclosures and short sales on some of my investment properties. Our own personal residence we lost to a short sale, and I was just over-leveraged. I had a bunch of private money, mortgages, and all that. But I never, I paid back all my private lenders, I'm happy and proud to say, paid back all my private lenders, and it was hurtful and painful. <laughs> Uh, the process, but I did, and I never missed a seller's mortgage payment. I did a lot of subject twos, and I never missed a seller's mortgage payment. It was day 29 when it was paid, but it was paid. They never had a 30-day late on their credit, 
But anyway, so a couple things happened. I started making a lot of money from doing deals and from selling coaching. And I ran out of all my deductions. And this was in 2012, 2013. 2013 ish. And then all of a sudden, I was hit with a huge tax bill of about sixty or seventy thousand dollars at the time. So I'm like, oh crap, I gotta pay this. And um, so I started. It's kind of weird how this happens, and, and some of you that have had the similar problem. And by the way, the more I've shared this story, the more people have told me, like, oh my gosh, I am in the same boat. And it's amazing. Let me just say this too, and I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do all of this in one episode. You, you would be shocked how many people you see out there that are successful, that you think are riding high and doing really, really well, but inside, secretly, no one knows, like they owe a ton of money in taxes they owe they're in deep debt and they're completely stressed out i mean they're making a million dollars but their expenses and overhead and after marketing and everything it's like nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars like they have that is even more stressful i mean it would be less stressful to make 30 grand a year and have twenty nine thousand dollars in expenses than it would be to make a million a year and have nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars in expenses that you understand what i'm saying there so there, you, you, you got to take, when you hear people brag about how successful and awesome they are, uh, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Now, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not saying like everybody's like that, but there's always a bunch more going on behind the scenes that you don't see and that you don't know about. And so just be aware of that. And, and, and I was shocked. I've been shocked as I've talked to people about this, like how many other people have tax problems, either currently or in the past as well. And as I've been studying this, you know, it's amazing to me the numbers from the IRS. How many self-employed people owe taxes, back taxes? It's like a significant, at least a third, 25 to 35%. And in the last place I read this, and I forget where I read it, at least 25, 35% of entrepreneurs, small business owners have back, they owe back taxes. And... Um, a lot of them don't even ever report their income, so they don't even file taxes. So it's crazy, and the IRS is understaffed, and yeah, that's another episode. So anyway, I had I owed like I don't remember seventy five grand, a lot of money. I didn't have any of it set aside. I hadn't been paying my taxes quarterly. I didn't have an account. Well, I did have an accountant, but it was like at the end of the year, on in March or April, I would send them all of my receipts and and my bank statements, and I'd say, all right, figure it out, pay my taxes. And uh, so they did, and I was like, oh my gosh, I owe money. Crap, what am I going to (laughs) do? I'll pay it off, I'll figure it out, I'll just make more money. Oh, I almost ran over a turtle. But I didn't, I missed him. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) All right, so, whew. um, Then I, uh, um, I I started paying off my previous taxes, and uh, then I started making more money. And all of a sudden, the next year happened, and I hadn't paid any of my, I hadn't set aside any of my uh, money for my current taxes, my current year's taxes, you know. And so I all of a sudden owed another $120,000 on top of the, you know, 50 grand, probably what I had left or the previous year's taxes. And um, all of a sudden I, I was like, I'm not getting anywhere. In fact, I'm digging myself in a bigger hole. And uh, it was crazy because I thought, well, all right, you know, I'll just, I'll just make more money, right? Um, and I remember about this time I had a good friend from a big mastermind that I belonged to tell me, Joe, you're starting to make a lot of money. You need to think seriously about taxes. 
Like, yeah, yeah, I got that covered. I know what I'm doing, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, Joe, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. And you're going to have a huge tax bill. You need to be really careful, brother. And I remember exactly, you know, who this was? I'll tell you. It was Jason Medley from The Collective Genius. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I got it, man. Don't worry about it. And uh, then I changed the subject quickly, right? <laughs> and I didn't, because re- I thought, again, it was just not a big deal. I'll pay it off. I'll figure it out. Well, I didn't. And uh, it kept on getting bigger and bigger. And over the next two or three years, um, I just my, my, my tax bills were getting bigger. And I couldn't pay them off. And I was trying to work it out with the IRS, you know, and, and all this time, like, I'm this guy, right, who's supposed to be super successful, and I have this podcast with thousands of followers, and I'm on YouTube and Facebook and podcast, and I'm kind of known in the real estate investing circles, and I'm supposed to be the successful guy, but I have this inner thing going on where, like, man, I owe, I hope nobody finds out about this. I owe a crap ton of money in taxes. And I, I kind of buried my head in the sand, to be honest, is what I did. Um, I didn't realize or take it seriously enough. And I didn't, nobody knew except my, my wife. I don't even think she knew. It's like, I'll take care of it. I'll pay for it. I'll just make more money. And I started working harder and just kept on getting deeper and deeper into debt, tax debt. And um, whew, so finally, um, started really getting into, I started getting more and more letters from the IRS. And I started getting letters from, I remember, um, I, I started getting like, um, letters from tax attorneys. And I'm like, how do they know? And then I realized I had a lien, like a $70,000 lien attached to one of my rental properties. And when you get a lien attached to one of your properties, then, uh, the, you know, all of these, um, other businesses like, you know, for, for profit businesses will start sending you letters saying, Hey, we'll help you take care of your IRS lien, you know? And they started th- sending these really ominous, threatening um, letters like the IRS is going to come and get you and they're going to steal everything you have. And and it's obnoxious. I got literally, guys, I'm not kidding. I've literally had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these letters, sometimes five, ten a day from companies trying to um, help me and get, get me to pay them to take care of my tax problems. Um, maybe over a thousand and it's really bad. And uh, here's the problem, though. I can't negotiate with the IRS because you have to have a hardship. In other words, you have to show them that you're barely scraping by. You can barely pay for food and put, you know, you, you, you're, you're, uh, you're living in squalor. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't show them that I was uh, barely surviving because... You know, we had a nice house. We have nice cars. I've got a lot of money in the bank account. Not a lot, but, you know, enough that, you know, the IRS is not going to negotiate with me. So I contacted some of these companies and some of these attorneys. And they looked at me and said, like, you you can't negotiate anything. Like, you have nothing to fall back on or stand on because the IRS is going to, unless you want to lie and pretend that you're suffering hardship because of this. So, like, all right, I'm just going to work harder. I'm going to pay it off. I'm going to pay it off. So... I had my come to Jesus moment about two and a half years ago, three years ago. And uh, there's an IRS collection agent in the St. Louis area where I live. And, um, and I'd been getting tons of letters and, you know, it's just like, it's just, uh, my brain was in a fog. It's completely stressed out. I mean, losing sleep, going to bed late, 
stressed out about this tax bill, praying that nobody knows, God help me get out of this thing, you know, help me, help nobody find out or whatever. And, uh, so it was, yeah, extremely stressful waking up, you know, at five in the morning, not because I'm doing the morning routine, um, or what do they call it? The, um, you know, the morning exercise routine thing that is kind of popular. It's like I woke up in stress and it, my gut in a knot trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this tax thing, you know, starting hearing stories of celebrities and famous people going to jail because of their unpaid tax bills. <laughs> What's going to happen to my family? So I finally, about that point, I started talking to people, um, local f- friends and people in masterminds, asking them for help and what do I do? Excuse me. But just a little bit. I mean, I never led on to how big of a problem it really was. And um, that's hard to talk about this. I'm like, what are you guys thinking of me right now? I don't care. I just hope that this helps somebody. All right? I really do. I hope this helps somebody. Um, so I got. I had to come to, de- come to Jesus moment. And um, I'm definitely going to break this up into two podcasts because I'm here at where I need to be and I need to get out of the car. So I got a call from this guy. And uh, his name is Steve. And uh, he said, Joe, you need to come into my office. We need to talk. And uh, I said, oh, uh, okay. All right. (laughs) And uh, I got into his office. I was a little nervous, you know. And um, he said, he sat me down and said, Joe, do you have any idea what kind of trouble you're in? Like, "Uh, no. He said, do you have any idea how much you owe? I said, I kind of have a vague idea. And he told me, he said, you owe over $520,000 in taxes. And that's not like taxes, but like 35, 40% of that is penalties and interest. Like it's ridiculous. It's the, the, the rates that you pay the IRS for late taxes is like credit card rates. When you figure in taxes and penalty, I'm sorry, penalties and interest, guys, you don't know this, but it's like, it's like 19, 20%, 24% uh, high interest credit card rates. It's highway robbery is what it is but I deserved it. (laughs) And, uh, I owed $520,000 and the guy sat me down and said, Joe, you know, you're a nice guy. You answer my phone calls and that's good. But, uh, he said, do you realize how close I am to taking everything away from you, taking your house, taking your cars, making you sell everything, making you sell your rental properties and, um, kicking you out on the street. Oh, and no, no, he didn't say that. He said, and sending you to jail. And I'm sitting in his office and I'm shaking and I'm trying hard not to cry and bawl like a little baby. And he said, do you realize how much trouble you're in? You, you've got to fix this. And I said, I need help. I felt like I was just, it's just, I don't know how to explain this. Um, and I said, what do I do? I need help. Because I kept on getting bigger and bigger tax bills and I couldn't pay off my previous taxes and the interest was building on the interest and the penalties were building on the penalties and... He said, well, first of all, you need to get current on your current taxes. He said, stop paying. I'll I'll stop the collection efforts because the IRS was hounding me, man. Oh, my gosh. He said, we'll stop the collection efforts on your old taxes, but you need to start paying your new taxes. And I said, okay. And this is about the same time, too. People have been recommending me um, Profit First, the book Profit First. And I'd read it before. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that later. Um, And so what I did is right around this time too, I hired my, uh, an operations manager, like a, more than just a bookkeeper or an assistant. I wanted an executive level accountant slash bookkeeper slash assistant to work for me and just 
manage my entire books. And I came to this realization, and I admitted finally to myself that I am not good at numbers. I am not good at managing cash flow. I'm not good at managing my finances. And um, yeah, the, the book Profit First was written for me. I was that guy. I was that guy. And I remember somebody else too, what one of the masterminds said to me, um, he said to everybody that was there, it was a small group of 20, 30 people. He said, if you don't know your numbers, you don't have a real business. And I was like, oh my gosh, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, I realize I don't know my numbers. I don't have a real business. And I was making good money. <clears throat> I was making one or $2 million a year. But I said to myself, I don't, I don't have a real business. I don't know my numbers. So I hired a lady and she's amazing. And I said to her, listen, I want you to implement profit first. I've got this tax problem. The guy's the IRS says I just need to get current on my current taxes. So I had to sacrifice a crap ton of time and money and expenses. And I got current on my current taxes, which was huge. Like all this, boy, this is going way long. Um, <clears throat> so I got current on my current taxes. And then the IRS put me on an installment plan to pay off the remaining uh, tax debt that I owed. And the guy told me, Joe, if you miss one payment, we're coming after you. And um, it's not going to be nice. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. So current on my current taxes. And how did I do that? We started implementing profit first. Every dollar that came in, um, we would set aside a certain amount for profit still, even then set aside a little bit for profit, mostly uh, taxes though. But then my salary and then taxes and profit and salary. And then whatever was left went to the business expenses. So I cut a lot of expenses out of, of my um, budget. And that's a whole nother episode. Oh my gosh. I was paying stupid money for stupid things that I wasn't even using. And So then, um, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is break that up now into two episodes. I'm going to share what happened next and some of the big lessons learned. Because I think it's important you guys understand um, this and, um, yeah. So, um, confession part one is over. Uh, I'm going to be back for part two, um, in a little bit here. We'll see you guys. Mm -hmm.